Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, a.k.a. Mr. CBD, CBT, and CBT. <laughs> I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And can I just say at the top of the show, listen, a lot of people are going to going to read this as pandering because it's the max fun drive we're trying to sign people up we're trying to raise money for the network but i do genuinely want to say um at the top of the show in light of kind of some of the conversation that went on around last week's episode i love the fans come on do you (laughs) i love the do you love the fans as much as i love the fans jordan i don't know if you agree or disagree but I feel like we've got the best fans in the business. I stands the fans. Oh, I too stands the fans. I stands the fans. Uh, let's we 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 both kind of simultaneously had the notion to start the show off by talking about this. Should we? Yeah, I I would love to. I'll I'll, I'll kind of I'll I'll encapsulate the issue here. And I give some context for folks who weren't listening carefully last week. So last week, I declared that I was thinking about getting a license plate that said CBD N CBT, which is to say uh, CBD, the uh, calming agent in marijuana. Now, I guess I maybe, is that something that you've been using regularly, Jesse, CBD products? I yeah well I use I use a low THC THC CBD combo I don't use it okay. on a daily basis but I yeah I regularly is fair you uh, you vaping that you eating that how are you taking it in I'm taking it in an oil an under tongue oil mm. tastes horrible tastes like grass not <laughs> marijuana it tastes like I'm literally eating grass but not yeah. just straight grass grass. Like the second stomach of a cow or the third stomach. How many stomachs do a cow have? It's too many if you ask me. Sorry. I know we're not supposed to get political on here, but uh, take it down on the stomachs, guys. Brian, our producer, when you write up up the episode notes for this, make sure to include the pull quote, how many stomachs do a cow have? (laughs) Dash Jesse Thorne. (laughs) <laughs> or dash NPR's Jesse Thorne. NPR's Jesse Thorne. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I've been, do- and, and the CBT in this example is cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, 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 a, a scientifically demonstrated uh, system, set of systems, really, that can help arrest a, a lot of uh, um, mild and moderate mental health issues such as anxiety um uh it's a it's been a it's been a big help to me uh and so i'm i'm doing a lot of different stuff to chill out now this is where the fans come in jordan do you want to explain so you know i think we have a one of the things that we try and curb on the show is people offering corrections after the show. It's like, you know, we're just kind of talking off the dome here. It's not factual. This isn't an information podcast. So if we, you know, get the name of a Silver Age DC hero a little bit wrong, no need to fucking cut us down on Twitter the next day. Yeah. But in this case, I think that the corrections were fantastic because people let us know that CBT... In the kink community, 
uh, is code for cock and ball torture. Am I getting that right? It's not cognitive ball torture. Cock and <laughs> no. ball torture. Cock and ball, cock and ball torture. torture. That's what my kind of that's a, what my notes indicate. Cock, cock and, and ball, ball torture. torture. So just like I really want to thank everybody for that. And multiple people let us know, by the way. It yeah, wasn't I'd just say one. Six, six to ten. It wasn't just one nasty freak. It <laughs> like was Jordan, almost a dozen nasty freaks. I haven't been, I haven't given out my email address in a really long time. I haven't yeah. been looking at my Twitter replies almost ever. Uh, I haven't been on Facebook, haven't been monitoring the jjgoatmaximumfun.org email address, yet somehow Mm -hmm. 6 to 10 filtered their way into my bubble. People who located my home address sent me a postcard. Right. So you got some stuff to your P.O. box, right? Homing pigeons. People had stolen from my house and then saved for when they had something really important to tell me because they knew it would home back to my house. So yeah, so I mean, I just, I just, I, I, you know, we we said it before in our pledge drive pitching, but it's it, it's really nice to be kind of making a show, you know, for a for a community that you like, that you're kind of proud to be a part of, and I just, I'm just so honored that we get to make this show for people who, at once, appreciate constant references to Waluigi, but also know <laughs> what the kink community acronym for cock and ball torture is way to go you you fucking nasty angels you're all just a bunch of nasty angels and i love it and also make deviant art that features waluigi (laughs) engaging in cock and ball torture they are two steps ahead of you (laughs) i have to say this jordan Yes. Look, you're a you're a man of the world. You've you've uh, you've had yeah. many romances in your time. Almost certainly, some of which have led to consummation. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, sure. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. For the sake of this bit, <laughs> I'm not a virgin. <laughs> uh, my my wife and I have been been together very quite happily for for quite a long time, twenty years or so, a little more than twenty years now. And I think now might be the time to introduce a few twists into our romantic life. Mm-hmm. And I figure, why not start with CBD and CBT? <laughs> yeah, because that first time you get your cock and balls tortured, you're going to want to be kind of chill. You're going to want to go under the tongue with that oil. And you don't want to have a seizure. Happy 710, by the way. Loyal to the oil. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. Loyal to the oil till I die. This, um, is what I'm, this is what I'm thinking, Jordan. This is my thought around it. If I do this, and I'm not saying I will, but it's, it's, it's on the table. I incorporated it into my nickname. Yeah, I mean, I personally am in favor of you you bringing you and your wife's sexual experiments into the show. <laughs> but if I do this, I think I'm going to start with cock torture because it seems way less bad than ball torture. They both seem very bad. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe I just have resilient nards, but... <laughs> I feel like I've bounced things off my dong <laughs> accidentally without major ill effect, but mm-hmm. I still have nightmares about the time in first grade playing after-school softball when I caught it in the junk. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
listen, I think this is just a case of different strokes for different <laughs> folks. <laughs> Before we introduce our guest, let's mention it's the Max Fun Drive. Yeah, this show and all the other uh, podcasts on Maximum Fun are uh, supported uh, by and large by people who go to maximumfun.org slash join and uh, throw us a couple of bucks. It's, uh, it's, it's really cool. It keeps the show going and uh, lots of cool bonus gifts uh, you can get if you donate. Yeah, all you got to do is go to MaximumFun.org slash join. We'll tell you about gifts and all that good stuff later on in the show, but uh, uh, we just want to invite you to become a member of MaxFun because that's that's how we keep our lights on here. Obviously, weird time. If you can't right now, don't worry about it. But if you can, MaximumFun.org slash join. Now, our guest, you know him as the star of Trolls World Tour. You know him as a New York Times bestselling author. You know him as the podcaster behind podcasts, including but not limited to My Brother, My Brother and Me, Sawbones, The Adventure Zone, Justin McElroy. Hi, what a pleasure it is to be here. Wow. <laughs> what an honor. You know what I like about CBT is yeah. that it specifies both the cock and the balls. <laughs> yeah. What? Just so there's no, hey, do you want cock or ball torture? I mean, you're already down there. How about? <laughs> <laughs> how, how about both? Sure, three birds with one stone. In fact, this refrain is so common that people got tired of saying cock and ball torture and needed an right. easily accessible uh, <laughs> acronym to to communicate the, the 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 both as long as you're there. I I have a question for you guys. When you guys imagine cock and ball torture, yes. you imagine it with an ampersand, not an and, right? That's how I imagine it. Maybe in a sporty script. No, an un un in apostrophe, for sure. <laughs> yeah, in apostrophe, yeah. like... Like, <laughs> like yeah. chicken and grits, cock and ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a fun country flavor. Kind of a down-home cock and ball torture. <laughs> Justin, which which would you rather start with uh, having tortured? Oh, um, my... Uh, the 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 cock part of it, I don't like using it. I it felt weird to say that. I don't think I've ever... Okay, so the, the wiener... Um, for sure, <laughs> that sounded a little more natural. The much, or as we said, as as I said, growing up, my in my family, my, the worm. I would prefer my worm be tortured uh, before my balls, but mainly because I've had a vasectomy and I'm fucking terrified that something could happen and undo it in the process of torturing the oh, balls. What if they right. tor they tortured them in just the right way, where the I don't know, clamp. I don't know what's there. I didn't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Came off, and I was in incredibly fertile yet again. Uh, <sighs> Justin, I wanted to uh, bring up something that happened on uh, Munch Squad, okay. the show within a show in My Brother, My Brother and Me, that I thought was uh, relevant to our audience. Mm -hmm. You hipped me on an episode of Munch Squad to a promotion that Bud Light was yes. doing with its spiked seltzers encouraging you to put in a scoop of Baskin-Robbins ice cream. Correct, yes. <laughs> yes, they had specific pairings that when you put the seltzers and the 
uh, ice creams together would would create a uh, an irresistible combination. Thirty wonderful <laughs> feeling. Yeah. I'd feel thirty one again. <laughs> I was yeah. So we we from time to time uh, yeah. If Jesse is ever out, we do a taste test with. Uh, you know, sparkling malt beverages. This this uh, this year, there's kind of been a, a seltzer theme because that's just kind of the hip new chuggable. And yeah, I was I had I have tried the Bud Light seltzers. I find them foul, um, but maybe I just wasn't putting in enough Baskin Robbins ice cream. That I feel like diluting them and forcing yourself to drink more of them to get the desired effect is uh, really a terrible idea. Boy, I know. I and it the baffling thing is that, that you can't buy them at the same store. It's a two-stop thing if you want to yeah. do these. And and one is going to be get bad while you're getting the other one. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yes. They got to be close by. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sending Jesse a picture of the t-shirt I'm wearing. It was just so wild that we are stumbling into this conversation cuz I am wearing my ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Uh, t shirt, <laughs> and I think it's wild that we stumbled into this combo. Yeah, um, confirmed. confirmed. Can confirm. Are you, a, are you a claw man, Justin? Oh, baby, I'll claw, claw my way out of a lot of bad places in my life recently. <laughs> <laughs> I've clawed my way out of the dirt and the muck and the mire. <laughs> I, you know, I, I had a few as a joke. Uh, I think it probably starts for a lot of people. Of my of my age group, I had a few as a kind of a laugh, and I thought I'll have a few more. It's pretty funny so far, and it, and uh, I just kept drinking them. Uh, they they are here's what I like, easy. You open it, <laughs> it's ready right. To go. Yes. I love that. Try that with wine. No way. Yeah. You don't Second. need a, you don't need a pen knife to get in there. They no, just have a absolutely. Where's the corkscrew? It doesn't matter. Th- toss yeah. it in the trash. You don't need it anymore. Also, uh, fun fruit flavors. Yep. Um, also, they keep putting grapefruit in there. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Please take it out. Like, I'm sorry I got sidetracked. <laughs> I feel like when you reach in, I tell my wife, any fla-, she says, what flavor claw you want? I say, oh, honey, any flavor's fine. And then she brings back grapefruit. Like, God damn it. You knew, you knew how I had an asterisk on there. <laughs> Certainly not this. There was an implied exclusion. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I can see that being a functional uh, beverage, like an orange freeze. If you put the, if you put the Baskin Robbins into the, into the uh, seltzer. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it tastes bad and won't make you drunk. It seems like a very bad combination in that sense. I don't know that you're like you're gonna get gut rot long before you'll feel any sort of effects from the alcohol. That's no good. I'd rather just drink ice cream. <laughs> I think it is a fair point that given that you probably if if your goal is inebriation, you're gonna drink, you know, three to six of these things. Yeah. And that's a, three to six is a lot of orange freezes. That's rough. I have to amp up the the ABV of the claw to get it to where I need to be in my ideal drinking zone because <laughs> uh, I don't want to go back upstairs. You know, like I that's the tagline no. of most of my cocktails are when you don't want to go back upstairs, you want to have something that's gonna take care of you for a little while. I have two specialty cocktails that I have invented with white claws. Um, the first is uh, uh, vodka and white claw. That's a clodka. <laughs> and I employ that one 
a lot. That's a popular drink around my house lately, the Claudka. How much, then, how much, what's the ratio there? Is Or is it a, are you just kind of riffing when you're making one of those? Absolutely mood dependent. Four to one vodka to white claw. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say ounce and a half to a claw. Okay. Something like that. It's not, you don't want to get silly. Um, <laughs> no. And, and the, the other one is um, red wine mixed with white claw. It's a white wine. Wow. <laughs> that goes great with fish, I hear. And boy, does that irritate people. You tell, <laughs> you tell them, they, my brothers get very upset when I tell them I'm drinking a white wine. Because mm. that's a thing already. But I, I, you know, that's part of the fun. We're all having fun here, all drinking claws as friends. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, I have, a, I have a question for you here. Do you think it's possible... The thing that's weird about that is not that it's called a white wine. It's that it's a mixture of sparkling malt beverage and red wine. Uh, the effervescence mm. really can bring out the tannins. That's my only defense that I have. Okay. You're gonna, Got you're it. gonna. Sometimes I feel like I feel like I can't always taste the terroir. And sometimes I need an elevation of the terroir. And then I really, the, I, fe- I can feel, almost taste that the terroir t- says to take on a, a texture of, uh, that, I can, that I can detect once the white uh, claw has been introduced. The way you say the word T-E-R-R-O-I-R. It's in the fashion of someone who has said it many, many times before. <laughs> you certainly only haven't just read it. And- <laughs> It sounds like the name of like a late 80s urban crossover act like but like a urban alternative crossover act like a Terrence Trent Darby mm. uh, or a Millie Vanilli so, somebody with like half a head of dreadlocks or something As I started saying it out loud for the first time ever in my life with my mouth I started to feel like someone who was returning to their hometown and trying to find their high school. Like, damn it, I knew it was around here somewhere. It's got to be. Hold on, wait. I'll find it. Hold on, hold on. It's around here. Jack in the Box always been here. (laughs) This is different. This is new. I know I had a Jack in the Box I went to in high school, but I don't think it's this Jack in the Box. Might be one of the guys from PM Dawn. Mm. That's that's in a terror. Um, I had a long weekend trip to Palm Springs with some friends once that I would describe as uh, uh, delightfully trashy. And the like poolside drink that we had all weekend was um, one part red wine, uh, big tumbler full of ice cubes, and fill the rest with Coke, like full calorie wow. Coca-Cola Coke. Absolutely. And it ruled. I still look back on it as the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> but for some reason, I haven't tried to replicate. Like, I have not just poured myself a red wine, ice cubes, and Coke to chill around the house with. Honestly, Jordan, as somebody who has... I'm not a drinker, obviously. But as somebody who has certainly tasted red wine, tasted Coke, and you know, I know the capabilities of an ice cube... That really doesn't sound that bad to me. That sounds pretty good to me, uh. whereas Justin's thing <laughs> is pretty dicey. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I taste one of those, but I tasted one of those Bud Light seltzers you were drinking uh, when we did our bonus content for the Max Fun Drive this year. Right. And it was horrible. And it seems like if, if Justin had said white wine, mm. I mm. would have said, all right, it's like a white wine spritzer, but it tastes a little like dirt. Yeah, that's. Yeah. 
Right. That if if that was if that was what the white wine was, it was white wine, white claw instead of being. Then red there's wine. no joke. Then there's yeah. no there's no gag. There's no gag. But with the red wine, I know. <laughs> Jesse, I know you're in it be, for the walls. These, these, these have to be funny first and good yeah. second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, I started as a as a uh, live show drink for me because yeah. I wanted something that I wouldn't have to refill constantly, but wouldn't make me have to pee uh, a <laughs> yeah. lot. So it needs to be something rather intense, but I, I have to have a little bit more control over the drink. When we started doing live shows, it got sloppy because of nerves. So I would drink a lot before the live shows, and then it got uh, things got a little a uh, little rough. Started to feel a little out of control on a few shows. Now I have to keep that a little tighter. Keep things when, a little more locked down. When you say a lot, can you remember what a lot was? It wouldn't be impressive to a real drinker because I'm kind of a like I mean I'll, I I have a couple of drinks every once in a night, every night and uh but I'm not someone who's drinking to excess very frequently at all. So I mean we're talking and this is the problem, right? I don't know amounts because I have a red solo cup that was filled with ice and ginger ale and uh bourbon, and then it would just kind of get refilled when I needed it to get refilled and. Constantly think like, well, I'm about to go on stage. I better refill it. And then I drink half of it and realize, oh, I better. I'm about to go on stage now for real. So I better really refill it now. Uh, so I would kind of lose track and, you know, just drink too much on stage. And just, uh, I don't think the product suffered. I have to be clear for people who bought tickets <laughs> to those shows. I think the product was still great. But um, I did embarrass myself deeply in front of our touring agents at one point, like, Literally just like mid-conversation, dropping a glass out of my hand and walking out of the room as it shattered on the floor. Oof. Uh, not like a power move, but out of just sheer embarrassment. <laughs> just treat it like a power move next time it happens. Clean that up. Just go, booyah, or something like that. And then, God, uh, I miss touring. Yeah. <laughs> I miss, well, I miss doing anything, but I miss, yeah. I miss doing live shows in front of people. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Cool. Anything is really fun. I also miss Anything's anything. F- things are, <laughs> things are really fun. Uh, I did not appreciate things, that until I did no things. Yeah. Places, events, others. Oh, others? Get out of town. Are you kidding me? I love me? others. Honestly, I don't remember what is and isn't fun. Like, I think Zelda is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zelda was fun. Yeah, yeah, Zelda's fun. But besides that, I got nothing. Guys, I wake up every Sunday morning with a genuine spring in my step because Sunday is clean the house day. And I know that day. I know that right. day will have purpose. Mm-hmm. And I know I will do things on that day. And it's clean the house day. And I feel young again and i feel uh elevated and stronger and um prettier uh, <laughs> and it's just because it's the day where i clean the house <laughs> so what is your can you rank your house cleaning uh faves like is there is there, are you like oh i can't wait to swift or are you a you know are you a toilet bowl man what's your what are your mm. what are your top chores I really like top chores. Uh, I really like wiping the counters off because that's instant gratification. You know what I mean? You wipe yeah. them off and they look great. Ah, oh, fantastic. What I like about that too is there's a there's a good workflow you can get into where you wipe the counters off with a kind of fun 
uh, verve and passion that isn't really like scooping the crumbs into your hand, but just like wiping them the hell wherever you want to. Yeah. And then you get it later with the vacuum. That's what I do with uh, the cat nail clippings. <laughs> I uh, I take great pride in the number of times a day I can run the dishwasher now. Mm. That's great. What's your What's your max? What are you up to? I'm capable of running the dishwasher four times in one day. That's great. <laughs> That's more than I eat meals. I only eat three meals. <laughs> Who knows what else is going in that fucker? It's, it's all your Coke spoons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I am like, <clears throat> I'm in this weird zone where I am, uh, you know, I like, I kind of like started a, started a diet before quarantine and decided to kind of try and stick with it. So like, you know... My my cooking was already pretty boring going into it, but now it is just like three times more boring. Like I, you know, like basically the only thing that works is like a protein and two veggies, a protein and two veggies, and like you know, there's some fun stuff you can do with that. But just like you know, fucking four months into this, you know, it's it, it's just so maddening. So I I'm like, it, is it it would it. Would a stand mixer fix this? Would an air fryer <laughs> fix this? What? How do I? What? 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 And you know, I have so I just I just don't have any counter space in this place. I have a pretty small kitchen, and you know, like it. it I have my Keurig is teetering on the edge of the counter at all times. So like stuff has always been kind of tough. But so I uh, next week I've got a like um a rollable kitchen island coming from Target. And I'm like, mm. okay, I can set some shit on this, and so maybe I can, maybe I can bust out of this weird food limbo that I'm in. See, I've been on a similar thing uh, where you know it's basically just don't eat stuff that's good, basically, yeah. except for one day of the week, which also helps. Saturday, see, Saturday is is sugar day. So Saturday I get buck wild. That's another day of the week that I don't have to try to remember what day it is. Mm -hmm. Cause I know if I'm eating buck wild, that's Saturday. Um, but other than that, it's just basically protein and vegetables. And, uh, 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 I've found myself. So I don't want to work harder at food. So I've started to add variety by working less hard at it. Like how I was trying to see like how depraved my meal <laughs> my meals can get. Like I got in this groove for a while where every day for lunch I would roast some asparagus. Mm -hmm. And I love asparagus because it's the one vegetable that reminds you later that you ate it when you <laughs> pee. And it's like it smells weird. It's like, oh, that's right. I did eat some vegetables. Thank you very much, right. body. I appreciate the reminder. Say hi to the beets later when you poop. Yeah. That's what the asparagus said. Uh, <laughs> so I've got this group where I was like roasting asparagus every day for lunch and I was like I have to do something different so I decided to experiment with like can I am I wasting a step roasting this can I just start eating asparagus <laughs> <laughs> just raw and crunchy like can you do that is that allowed sure. are you able to do that can I just skip a step and it's fine I mean it's stringy what are you gonna do Jesse you you're a, you I feel like you know a lot about kitchen stuff what what one kitchen item will get me out of my food funk oh you know the only the, there are only a couple of kitchen things that i truly believe in one of them is an ice cream machine mm -hmm. 
Mm. Which is not going to help you yeah, with your diet. Not going to do that. Thank you, though. That's good. To, good to know that they're out there. Maybe I'll get to a goal and uh, become ice cream machine guy, but uh, not for the foreseeable future. Yeah, one year for Christmas or something, my wife got me the kind of ice cream machine where the 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 freezer is in the machine, mm. so you don't have to mm. put the thing in the freezer because my freezer is always full. So I, I I I had the kind our friend Brent, comedian Brent Weinbach, when my wife and I got married, <laughs> bought us an ice cream machine, which was pretty great gift. Thanks, Brent Weinbach. But the problem was, I only have a, a like the small size of refrigerator and freezer, and I have a huge family. And so my freezer's always full. So there was never anywhere to put that canister. So mm. my wife bought the kind that has its own refrigerator. It's basically a refrigerator with a turning engine. And that is stupid expensive. It was like a Christmas, birthday, Father's Day combination. But it is kind of a dream to be able to do that whenever you want. However, the one that's only if you're a, a real ice cream nut. I mean, I'm not just talking about somebody who likes ice cream. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about Dave Shumka. I'm talking about somebody who truly loves ice cream. The other thing, though, is a good toaster oven. Mm. Because a good toaster oven is just an oven that works possibly better than your existing oven, but definitely preheats in like four minutes instead of like 15 minutes. And so, and it probably has convection on it if you get a good one. So it's essentially an air fryer, especially if you get one with like super convection. Mm. So you can, you can bake anything or roast anything, papow, like that without having to deal with preheating your entire oven and heating up your whole apartment and everything. And that I found completely transformed my cooking because it meant that anytime I felt like roasting some vegetables or something, I could just do it just because I thought of it. it. I didn't have to plan ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. That's where the asparagus is getting roasted in the toaster oven. Oh. Got yeah. to. Bingo, bango. Got to. What are you, uh, to. What are you doing on that, Justin, when you throw it in the oven? Do you put, are you putting, is it garlic on there, lemon pepper, or do you have any? You know what? A little bit of, I don't get fancy, a little bit of oil, salt, and pepper. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's a simple combo. Not that's in the old days when I used to take care of myself. Now I'm uh, some sort of barn animal, and I just reach <laughs> into the bag and shove it into my gob. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you what's good for these times is get yourself a uh, like a carbon steel pan or a cast iron pan, something that requires a lot of upkeep. Because this is the moment. Yeah, like this is right. This is the moment where you need cookware that's also a hobby. And I and I've <laughs> something that you're gonna need to nurse and care for. I you do not know how many times I've snuck up behind my wife while she's washing my cast iron pan with soap mm. and just screamed at the top of my lungs, <laughs> God no. The seasoning, please, the seasoning, what are you doing? You know the rules. I yeah, I I kinda thought I would become cast iron pan guy um a couple years back and I got one and just like I'm like, if I wanted to take care of something like this, I would find a Tamagotchi. Like that is this is <laughs> There is no... Okay, so guys, I don't look. I'm not trying to be cast iron pan guy here. But you don't need to take care of a cast iron pan. All you have to do is just not put it away wet. Mm. That's the only That's the only thing. You just cook with it. That makes it seasoned. It's so easy. No, because you have to walk it or dad says that that's, that was your Christmas <laughs> present. And if he ends up walking the pan, he's going to be real mad. Yeah, that's fair. 
I have found myself saying that a few times to the kids about the pan. I know. Kids like, oh, get us a pan. We'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. You know you're going to end up taking care of that pan. I'll probably end up You'll probably end up taking care of the pan. I like an immersion blender. Oh, yeah? Mm. My sister-in-law got me an immersion blender uh, when when she got me in the... uh, in the in the Hosfeld family uh, secret Santa a few years ago, and I wasn't really sure what you could do with immersion blender. You can't do with a regular blender, and there's not that many things. But I'll tell you what: one thing you can do is if you get a jar that's just a little bigger at the mouth than the head of the immersion blender, an immersion blender like a stick blender. You know, it's the kind where where it, the blades are on the end of a let's be frank, a vibrating dildo. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse, ew. <laughs> Jesse, ew. Come on. He's so bad. <laughs> but my man, my man Kenji Lopez Alt uh, from Serious Eats, he's got this recipe for making mayonnaise. Again, this is not going to help you guys with your diets. No. But he's got this recipe for making mayonnaise that's basically like you put the mayonnaise shit in a jar that's a little bigger than the head of your immersion blender and shove the immersion blender in there. And I had never successfully made mayonnaise. I just don't have the patience for the drizzling and the checking and the separating and the whatever. But all you did put in this jar, just go, and all of a sudden you have beautiful homemade mayonnaise, which is a real pleasure. Thank you. Who had the rap air horn at Brian? Are you dropping sound effects into this thing now? Brian. How could you? I thought this was a show for professionals. Yeah, now play Austin Powers saying, yeah, baby. My wife. <laughs> That's good. Borat's That's good, too. That's what we need. More drums. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's the chopper. <laughs> That's all I got. It's get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. That's good, too. Yeah. Man. Although, if you don't get in the chopper, there wasn't much point. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to the chopper, but not actually get in. We just go to the chopper and stand there like, what now? <laughs> meet, Please. meet me near the chopper. <laughs> Answer a series of three riddles. <laughs> I had a question for you, but I couldn't ask you when I was too far away because of the noise of the chopper. <laughs> Are you okay not riding in the chopper? It's kind of full. <laughs> What's your favorite kitchen appliance? <laughs> Carl Weathers. <laughs> Carl Weathers also in Predator. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Look, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, guess what, Jordan? We are, of course, brought to our audience every week by all the members of MaximumFun.org. This week, we are also supported by a rival podcast, Vote the Podcast. (laughs) Yes, a podcast with near identical content to ours. It's about voting in elections. (laughs) Yes, just like this show. (laughs) Just like Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, When things in this world feel like they're going off the rails, take some solace in a new limited series podcast that will be your guide to voting and elections all the way through election day. It's called Vote the Podcast. 
It's uh, hosted by Kat and Andrea from Vote.org and Spread the Vote. Uh, and it features a lot of great activists and celebrities and uh, brilliant people on the subject of voting rights, uh, how to vote, not for whom to vote, but uh, the process by which one votes, and uh, how to pr- how to protect the democratic process, which, you know, I mean, that's what Jimmy Carter's been up to. Are you too good for that? <laughs> You're so fancy you can't you can't uh, get into that Jimmy Carter shit. Uh, they just released an episode uh, featuring the hosts of the Call Your Girlfriend podcast and the actor slash activist Bradley Whitford. Ah, love uh, Call Your Girlfriend. Those those ladies are cool ladies. And uh, they talk about vote by mail, aka absentee voting, why it's critical to shorter poll lines and the health of our nation why it's wrongfully controversial, and what to look out for in your state. Your boy right here is permanent absentee, baby. Oh, yeah. You got to vote by mail. That way you don't have to hang out in a high school gym. You know what? Once in a while, I'll fill it out, I'll save it, and I'll walk down to the high school gym and hand it in. This year, I shan't (laughs) be doing that. But (laughs) once in a while, I do like to stop by the polling place because I also used to work for the Department of Elections in San Francisco. Regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners know about that. They know about how I used to get a $1.75 bond me in the tenderloin. Vote the podcast. It's available now. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Just search vote, exclamation point, the podcast. You know who I'm voting for, Jordan, this year? Who? Whoever promises to lower the prices of banh mi. Mm, yeah, they've gotten a little pricey. Somehow they became like a luxury food. It used to be $1.75, $2.25 if you wanted extra pate. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's just it's just reality, I guess. That's the way things go in the world. Uh, we've also got a couple messages up on the Jumbotron. Here's a message for George Kreff and not Harry from <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Uh, the message is this, George, you are the best. You have brought light and love to this world, just like the fart and poop jokes on this show. And it's more like dick and ball jokes, but eh, whatever. Yeah. Also, you, again... I don't like again, poop jokes, honestly. <laughs> I don't mind fart jokes, but I don't like poop jokes. Yeah. So, uh, hey, listener who wrote this Jumbotron, take, take do another pass at this. Oh, and there's another message. Also, you, again, are a baby. Yeah, take that, George. So that's from George, Kreff, and not Harry. Not Harry. Uh, We've also got one more for Brett. Yes, you, Brett, from Elizabeth. (laughs) It's from Elizabeth. Happy birthday, love of my life. Thank you for sharing your life and your interests with me. Thanks for lighting up my days with your laughter and kindness and goodness. Oh, two ands, huh, Elizabeth? Maybe you should take a second pass at this thing. Yeah, people, oh boy. Writing is rewriting, you know? That's what that kid, you gotta, oh boy. I'm gonna send you Stephen King's on writing, and you gotta have a ritual. You gotta have a daily ritual every day. And also, your wife helped you kick your cocaine habit in the 80s, and you're eternally (laughs) grateful to her. Stephen King's on writing. It's a beautiful love story in addition to being a wonderful how-to guide. I like the Myra Kalman illustrated edition of Strunk and White. 
<laughs> so there you go, Jumbotron riders. You got a lot of good options there. Or just uh, check in with <laughs> Clippy, see what the fuck he has to say. See what Clip Clippy would tell you that we don't do fart and poop jokes on the show as much as we do dick and ball jokes. Bare minimum, he'd tell you you have two ands in there. Sure. <laughs> Are you riding a Jumbotron? <laughs> looks like Maybe you're Maybe I can help you that. <laughs> yeah, from now on, all Jumbotrons are going to come in via macros. Microsoft Word <laughs> macros. Yeah. It's the only way we can read them. Honestly, I don't know what a macro is, but... It's hard to say. Maybe mail merge? I've done a mail merge before. A lot of fun programs out there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if we get a, if we get a Jumbotron from, you know, in Ski Free, there's that Yeti that picks his teeth after he eats you. Oh yeah, that motherfucker. I'd love to get one from that guy. That would be really fun. He's I'd a, gladly he's a take his hundred dollars. <laughs> he's a legend. <laughs> the Yeti from Ski Free. Ah. <laughs> Maximumfun.org slash Jumbotron if you want to get up on the Jumbotron. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, hey, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, baby. Play the Seinfeld bass line now. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We need to integrate this into the show. It fucking has saved my bacon so many times, guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I before we before we get into our next topic, I do want to issue a quick apology, please. So last week on the program, we were joined by our friend Elliot Kalin from the Flophouse, and Elliot Kalin also happens to be uh, on my quarantine team. Uh, the Kalin family uh, are our children. Uh, we have two uh, children of similar age, two sets of children of similar age, and they have a pool. So uh, we go over there, we mask up and uh, hang out together, and uh, that's that's my time out of the house and my social time is hanging out with Elliot Kalen. So I happened to be at Elliot's house at the pool uh, the other day. I was talking to Elliot, and he said, "Oh, by the way, my parents have a Google alert for my name." Now, first of all, we should all be so lucky as to have parents who uh, have a Google alert for our name. <laughs> um, you know, unless we're like on the lamb or something, uh, that's a great compliment that our parents would care that much. But apparently, Elliot's parents got a Google alert for Elliot's appearance on Jordan Jesse Go last week. And he said his mom called him and let him know that she had given it a listen and it certainly wasn't for her. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Elliot, do they listen to the flop house? And he said, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why they listen to Jordan Jesse Go. So I just want to, I'm sure they're still listening. They're probably subscribed now. I just wanted to apologize to Mr. and Mrs. Kalen, Elliot Kalen's parents, uh, for upsetting them. Uh, and I hope that we made it up to you this week with the cock and ball torture talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm... I've met Mrs. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Kalen uh, once or twice, and uh, they're nasty. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never met them. 
They seem. I'm sure they're great. <laughs> That's they Miss Kalen, if raised, you're nasty. raised a wonderful son. Uh, hey, it's the Max Fun Drive gang. It sure is. Get that money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I thought you said you were out of sound effects. I mean, I have a Jimmy Buffett clip and uh, uh, Paul Stanley, Stanley yelling Toronto. <laughs> it didn't seem appropriate. I'm, I'm sure those will come up organically. Yeah, I say let's go all Canadian on this Max Fun Drive. Oh, sure. Let's do it Toronto or bust. <laughs> Uh, it's the Max Fun Drive. Uh, all the shows on uh, MaximumFun.org are primarily supported by people who uh, join up and give a little bit of money uh, every month. Uh, consider it uh, consider it a tip, a tip for the uh, for the podcasters who do the shows, for all the producers, uh, for all the people working behind the scenes. Uh, it, it totally means a lot. And uh, yeah, we know that uh, you know money's a little bit weird lately, and and uh, no hard feelings if you can't join this year. But if you uh, if you can, if you do have a little bit of extra uh, scratch laying around, uh, and you like this show, and you like all the other shows on Max Fun, if you uh, want to see them continue, uh, go to maximumfun.org/join. Uh, lots of levels you can give at. Uh, anybody who gives uh, gives uh, gets a bunch of uh, really really cool bonus content. Uh, almost two hundred hours now uh we've been informed um we kind we mentioned our drinking game bonus content uh that's up there for people uh justin have any of your shows uh have you guys dropped any uh sweet bonuses bony bonies we did uh uh sawbones we did an episode of like kids medical questions with our daughter cute uh but also uh sydney and i created a podcast for this year's max fun drive uh where we uh sort of stream of consciousness review every uh fast and furious movie (laughs) as we as we watch them what Uh, my wife has never watched them uh it's called fast and furious and justin and sydney (laughs) Um, and that is only for Max Fund donors. Right. Uh, the first four episodes are live on the bonus page uh, right now. You going chronologically? Yes. So these exist both as podcast episodes and essentially as real-time commentary tracks? Well, no, because we only turn the mics back on when we have something worthwhile to say. So they usually end up about a fourth of the running time of the actual film. The, the rest is just my wife staring in disbelief. <laughs> you don't have you you have you don't have uh, like intense quality control like the films themselves do. Uh, no, no, it's intense quality time though for us as a couple. So That's I will nice. say that. And I'm sure at the end of this whole ordeal, because you've watched, you know nine Fast and Furious movies, you guys will finally know the value of family. You would think so, but we're, we are currently um, six in, and my wife still doesn't like them. And I'm starting to worry. I think seven's going to turn her. I think seven yeah, is when... I kept saying this is the one where they get really good. <laughs> this is the one. I've read about this. This is the one. All just, and she still does not enjoy it. It's all just prologue. It's all leading up to this moment right. where The Rock flexes out of a cast and grabs a drone out of the air. <laughs> I think that's six. I think that happens in six. Do you have a favorite, Justin? Uh, you know, I had only, before we did this show, I had only watched up to four. Um, so they were uh, brand brand new to me. I still, at this point, have not seen seven and eight, so I'm pretty excited about that. Fast Five is the only one I've seen. 
And and to answer your question, um, I do not have a favorite. They have all blended into one singular film for me. Uh, So I I can't really tell them apart. I have to read plot descriptions on Wikipedia the day after. It's just a giant neon billboard that blinks and just says the word loyalty. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um, so, okay. So not only are you getting Justin and Sydney's miniseries about the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, you're getting the J.J. Go drinking game. Uh, in a little bit, uh, our uh, our loyal producer, Brian F- Fernandez, is going to throw up a um, Walton Goggins spectacular episode that we did with uh, Dan and Stu from the Flophouse. Uh, a lot of good stuff. And everybody who donates gets all that bonus content. Oh, you know what? We did an Avengers of an episode, a live one that we just put up that was the first game that I ever ran. And it was uh, a game that I created called Lords of Crunch about serial mascots <laughs> vying for supremacy in a dimension where they live. <laughs> so um, like Booberry? <laughs> Yeah, I cannot reveal at this time if Boo Berry is or is not appearing in Lords of Crunch. Uh, but the three of them created their own serial mascots, and they uh, battle for for uh, dominion over the the Caryopsis, which is the name of the dimension that serial mascots live in. Mm. I I am biting my lip right now because I don't want to spoil the big Quisp twist. Mm. I wish. I tried to get Quisp and Quake in there. They were too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you licensed the rest of them. Uh, maximumfun.org slash join and uh, so if you're uh, if you're comfortable with 10 bucks a month um, uh, good news not only do you get to choose a pin from your uh, favorite show but uh, if you donate at that $10 level you can uh, purchase uh, additional pins uh, and some of that uh, money goes to charity so maximumfun.org slash join uh, 10 bucks a month uh, you can get not only a pin of your choice but uh, all the other ones you want to so pins aplenty uh for 10 bucks a month yeah every single penny of the of the net we have to pay to make the pins and and mail them to you but every single penny of the net will go to COVID 19 relief this year so uh we're very proud of that in the past we've raised uh over a hundred thousand dollars each year uh pretty much um and it's been pretty extraordinary so we're, we're very proud of our of our uh audience and our members for making that happen. Hopefully we can make it happen again this year. Uh, all you got to do, sign up at MaximumFun.org slash join at $10 a month or above. You get to pick a pin that we'll send to you at our expense. And then if you want more, you can buy them and all the proceeds goes to charity. Yeah. So thank you so much to everybody who's uh, who's already donated. It's a, it's a weird time to be uh, asking for money for sure. But um, all the uh, kind of good vibes and positivity that uh, kind of spring up around the Max Fund Drive uh, have, have been awesome. And, and uh, uh, I know I have particularly uh, needed those good vibes this year. So uh, yeah, thanks so much to everybody who's uh, not only donating, but just kind of out there uh, posting about how much they like the shows. It really, uh, really feels great. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. They call me Justin McElroy. Toronto! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Justin, is it true that sometimes to change your attitude, you have to change your latitude? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're gonna I was regret it. You up this for the Buffett pre- one. This this one this one's pretty long. Off to see the lizard. Off to see the lizard. 
tried to warn I you. do not regret it at all. I regret nothing. Yeah. It's pretty fun. From now on, we're only having guests that bring their own sound effects to the show. So it's either Justin or Michael Winslow. I have one more button here labeled taint. Hold on. <laughs> taint tanning. Oh, taint tanning. That was from our episode about taint, taint tanning. Taint tanning. The oh, board actually came preloaded. <laughs> oh, it's a pre- the board tab. came preloaded with one button, the red button, which I've never had the guts to change. And it's just called intro outro, okay? Mm-hmm. And this song, okay, so I'm just going to give you a sample. Please. Hold on. And I guess yeah. I guess what I have always thought about, that goes on for as long as you want it to. What I've always thought about with that is like, how little do you care about your um, podcast, radio show, et cetera, where you say, what music do I want for this? Ah, whatever fucking song's already preloaded <laughs> on my soundboard <laughs> and labeled intro, outro. I'm just going to push that one. That's yeah. fine. It'll be fine, right? Yeah. I'd like to know if there's a person out there who's like, I haven't pushed this button yet, but if I push it, I hope it's a second-rate instrumental version of Andrew W.K.'s signature hit. <laughs> Presses play, and he's like, ah, just dissimilar enough. <laughs> I had a, a job uh, once where I had to paw through library music, like, you know, that kind of, you know, you pay to be part of the library, and you can get this kind of royalty-free music to drop into your, uh, in this case, low-budget cable TV segment. And, um, you know, you if you typed in the artist... Um, you would get if you typed in a well-known artist, you would get things that were similar. So I, uh, I was looking for something disco, so I typed in um, "Village People" and got this song called "Big Man on the Block." And I will always mm. remember "Big Man on the Block." It had this kind of generic disco beat, and then this terrifying voice came on and sang the lyrics: "I'm the big man on the block." <laughs> Here I come, here I come. Oh. <laughs> and I, I could, I, I hear it in my dreams, and I wake up screaming. Big man on the block. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming for us all. Well, when the big man on the block comes for you, I think that qualifies <laughs> as a anticipation. <laughs> Uh, you can call us when something momentous happens to you at 206-984-4FUN, or you can just send a voice memo to jjgo at org. Here's our first call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and uh, let's get weird. Kyle Kinane. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Will from Pittsburgh, and I am currently headed to my final TMS treatment, which stands for transcranial magnetic stimulation. That's where they put a magnet on my head to make my brain work. Uh, it has changed my life, pulled me out of the depths of depression, anxiety, and OCD, and made me feel human again. Uh, and that's it. I want to share with you guys. Uh, thank y'all. Have a good show. Yeah, that's dope. Congratulations. I, yeah, good for you. I wonder what kink term that acronym is also for <laughs> what was it tcs I mean, just the I same it's actually just the just same thing that. yeah yeah just but sexy <laughs> it was tcm right so that's also turner classic movies <laughs> that's my kink yeah <laughs> i have a i have a tens device transdermal electro neural stimulator mm-hmm. something like that 
something along those lines for my migraines. And um, I remember trying to research it, and mostly sex stuff came up. Hmm. Mm. It shoots electricity into my brain. But people are also using that same thing to shoot electricity into their zones, their erogenous zones. People are are shooting electricity into various parts of their body for various reasons, and it makes it confusing and difficult to try and find the specific electronic shooting that you need to do for to control your chronic pain. Gotcha. Have you, is this something that you could, in a sanitary way, put onto, you know, one of your nasty areas? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. It might be a little intense, mm-hmm. um, but when it comes to CBT, I'll try anything. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, this all falls under the banner of CBT, right? Mm-hmm. You bet. So it's a, it's a wide banner, much like the C itself. <laughs> Shall we take another call? Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest. Um, I am at my boyfriend's parents' house for the first time. It's also where my boyfriend grew up and um, just had sex twice in a race car bed. Have a good one. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Hi, Octane. My cocktail is that anything? Yeah, it's listen. It's, it's as enough. much a thing as anything else that happens on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it would be weird to realize, huh? I think the race car bed is making me harder. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Interesting. The hu- the human brain is just amazing, isn't it? It's a true miracle, Jordan. A true miracle. It's a real miracle. A real miracle. How I wonder. Jeez, how. I wonder if you can get how many positions you can do in a race car bed. I would I would think that it would be limiting. I imagine it being small and mm-hmm. having like high sides. I feel like sleep would be the hardest position. Sure. Two person sleep. Right. Something something dick trickle. <laughs> also works. You get it. Also, you get I it. do get it. You get it. Do your own first part of it. Then use my second part. (laughs) Have fun at home. (laughs) Yeah, it's like uh, Mad Libs. That's right. That reminds me of like... won the home game. You you know when you're with someone who who says, uh, uh, I could say something here about Dick Trickle, but I won't. That's Mm -hmm. code for I can't come up... (laughs) I I know there's a joke here. I, I can't get it, so... Yeah. Uh, insert your own dick trickle reference here. <laughs> How about you do it for me, <laughs> funny man? <laughs> uh, when something momentous happens to you, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective... These parts used to know me as Justin McElroy. <laughs> now what do they know you as? Still Justin McElroy, but they used to. <laughs> Thank you for being so thorough. Yeah. I like to get all the temporal points pinned down when I find <laughs> out what someone's called. 
uh, hey, uh, it's uh, listen, it's the Max Fund Drive, and uh, we're encouraging uh, people to go to maximumfund.org slash join and uh, th- 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 throw some money down to support this podcast and all the other podcasts on the network. So I know a lot of additional uh, plugging is probably a, not a good idea, but I, uh, while we have Justin here, I do want to uh, encourage people to check out the new uh, Adventure Zone graphic novel, and uh, if you haven't, uh, if, if there's a third one, if you haven't checked out any of them uh start now what do you what else are you doing jerk off start those adventure zone comics because they're <laughs> they're so cool they're so uh fun and funny and sweet and uh Thank you. i just i just love them so yeah uh definitely uh thanks jordan yeah no problem uh, they're out there the adventure zone they're comics get them they're good i think that your endorsement uh go get one jerk off was really <laughs> in the spirit of the work as well <laughs> i put it on the cover of the next one yeah, Justin, you guys, you guys probably would have been out at like Comic Cons and stuff uh, at this point, right? Oh yeah, I'm getting calendar reminders of all the f- cool things no. <laughs> I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's rough. Oh well, what can you do? What can you do? Just have a a virtual event instead, I guess. And everyone loves a virtual event. I mean, it was I, I it went better than I thought it would. People were very nice about it. I will say. Uh, it feels weird. You know what feels weird that I the vibe I've had to get used to is posting up uh, jokes and then being met with only silence. Uh, it used to happen <laughs> to me a lot in middle school. <laughs> and I'm having to just try to reacclimate right. <laughs> to that again. <laughs> just retreat into your gogurt. Yeah, exactly. Well, Justin, we're grateful you made you made time for us and stayed up for us there in uh, in beautiful West Virginia. Uh, we're recording in the evening Pacific time, which is the late evening where you oh, live. Oh, yeah. Daddy's, <laughs> the kids are asleep. It's time for daddy to play. <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh, hey, kids, you like Captain Toad's treasure tracker? Well, it doesn't matter because <laughs> you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, MaximumFun.org uh, slash join. Uh, tons of cool stuff. You can get all of this uh, bonus content we've been gabbing about. Uh, 200 hours worth. A lot of cool, fun, weird stuff that uh, hosts don't normally do on their show. And uh, yeah, a bunch of other cool uh, cool pledge drive gifts. Uh, 10 bucks a month, uh, you can get a pin from your favorite show. And uh, you, the uh, ability to buy uh, any amount of pins you so desire. MaximumFun.org slash join. And uh, as we mentioned before, all that, uh, all those sweet, sweet pin bucks uh, go to charity, uh, which I think we can all feel good about. Or at least most of us. Some of us might be child criminal mastermind Artemis Fowl. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't have any Artemis Fowl knowledge. I can I can break off. <laughs> My daughter has been watching the Artif- Artemis Fowl movie over and over lately, mm-hmm. uh, and so I have not actually watched it with her, but I have overheard it, and I can confirm that every character, including Judy Dench, talks like this for no reason. It's <laughs> a great Judy Dench impression. It's an all Batman movie <laughs> everybody is the christian bale batman yeah like kenneth branagh who directed it sir kenneth branagh who directed right. it was just said to dame judy dench dame judy dench i know what good actors do because we're both that they talk like this for no reason <laughs> you too josh gad <laughs> my dad tried to get me into those books a few years back 
He said, you're going to love these. It's about a boy thief. And I remember saying to him out loud, but I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man, daddy. I never read him. I'm, I'm a man. I'm man thieves. <laughs> Big old adult thieves out there stealing full-size treasures. Now I'm a man. Da, 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 da. I read grown-up thief books. Man. Man with a book. <laughs> man, something here about Michael Mann's inaugural film, Thieves, starring James Gunn. Oh, that's a great movie. How about just, that's a great movie with a great Tangerine Dream soundtrack. Da 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 da. A really confident introduction from a first time film director. With a bold <laughs> period God. aesthetic. Da, 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 da. Talk about cliched needle drops, huh? I mean, how many movies have you heard that in? <laughs> Find a new tough guy song, am I right? Um, well, Justin, it's been a joy. Thank you very much. I'm sure m- most of our listeners already listened to My Brother, My Brother and Me and The Adventure Zone and Sawbones, uh, among many other McElroy products and amusements. Uh, but if they don't, they should. And uh, as I mentioned, star of Trolls World Tour. Uh, congratulations yeah. on that. Get it on digital, or don't. I don't get a dime either way. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. We are online at MaximumFun.org. We are on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris at Jesse Thorne. You can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.reddit.com. There's also a MaxFun group on Facebook. You can like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook, where uh, we share important news of the day, such as Wario's 20th birthday. Waluigi's 20th birthday. Waluigi's 20th birthday. I don't mean to correct you which evil. Look, at least we all know he's green. Jesse, oh boy. Oh man. You're, oh boy. R.I.P. your menchies. Wow. I'm green and (laughs) I'm an Artemis fan. He doesn't. Oh boy. Oh, you fucked up nine things in that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, was right. Oh boy. Please send your corrections uh, to J.D. Power and Associates at J.D. Power on Twitter. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.